0: On this episode, we look at the Facebook news feed changes and how your brands should be reacting. We look at changes coming to Messenger as well. Amazon Go, the cashier-free, no-wait-in-line store concept opened this week. We'll talk about that, plus Montana's new net neutrality laws. And, oh, Apple wants more information. Now they want to track your health records. It is the Britain Digital Update podcast for the week of January 22nd, 2018. Well, hello, I'm Dave BeGood. I am the Britain Digital Update author and a digital strategist and analyst at Britain Marketing and Design Group in Fort Wayne, Indiana. The day we published our last Britain Digital Update, the earth began to shake. Not literally, just figuratively. There was no earthquake here. But that was the day that Mark Zuckerberg announced his plans to make Facebook great again. And two weeks later, publishers and brands are still feeling dazed and confused because they don't know, how is this going to affect us? Should we do something different? Well, the good news is we have some of those answers for you, and that's coming up. In all honesty, no one outside Facebook really understands how this is going to play out. But I feel like I have an interesting perspective because literally the day after the announcement— I found a change on the desktop version of Facebook when I browse Facebook on my laptop. The only posts I see there are from friends and family, exactly what Mark Zuckerberg said was going to happen. The people that I engage with on a regular basis, that's the content that I saw. Now, there were no native posts from brands, literally zero posts. If I saw a brand post, it was only because one of my friends or family members shared content from a brand. Now, interestingly, my iOS version of Facebook, my app, hasn't changed at all. There's still cat videos and recipe how-tos and viral memes and a ton of brand posts that are completely irrelevant to me. So basically, right now, I see both ends of the spectrum, and it's really a fascinating difference. Now, one of the justifications for a change in the news feed, according to Mark Zuckerberg, is that studies show that when people come away from looking at the current news feed, they they feel depressed and deflated. But when they're shown more relevant posts from users they're closer to, like family and friends, they come away from Facebook feeling more positive and more upbeat. And I have to say, after seeing both ends of the spectrum, I 100% agree. And I didn't think I would. Last week, uh, one night, I was supposed to be doing some work, some side projects, and ended up getting sucked into Facebook on my phone. Literally an hour later, a, a wasted hour later, I came away from Facebook feeling awful. Just like I completely misused an hour of my life that I would never get back. So when I use my desktop version... I don't feel that way. I actually feel more engaged. I'm having conversations. I haven't felt that way once since my desktop version of Facebook changed. It's very fascinating. Now is it possible that all of our whining about this Facebook algorithm change is for naught? Now I have to say, against both ends of the spectrum, the experience is better as a user with the new version, with the changes in effect. But from a brand perspective, this is scary. Because you're just not going to get the reach that you saw before. However, there are definitely some things your brand can do to minimize this newsfeed change. And of course, we have that covered for you in the Britain Digital Update podcast with newsfeed do's and don'ts. Again, these changes to the algorithm in your news feed are going to be taking place over the next several weeks and months. I know people that have not seen any change in their feed, and I know people like me who have seen the change. And uh, Facebook has made it clear when it comes to brand pages, they're going to see their reach, their video watch time, and referral traffic decrease. The impact is going to vary from page to page, they say, driven by factors including the type of content they produce and how people interact with it. But there are some things you can do as a brand on Facebook in 2018 to help your situation. First of all, do continue to post organically. While reach is gonna be reduced, organic posts on your page serve multiple purposes. Not only is it content that can engage people on a regular basis, organic posts that users see when they come to your brand page can still show, one, that your brand is active, to build trust with the user, that doesn't necessarily know you, make you credible, and it can inform them about products and services. You do want to create engaging posts, but not engagement bait. Your brand needs to create posts that are relevant to users while staying relevant to your brand. So you want to create posts that encourage conversation between followers. Not necessarily conversation between the brand and followers, but the followers between each other. But again, not engagement bait. You don't want to beg for likes or comments. That'll lead to being demoted in the news feed. That'll be very bad for your page. Do continue to post original video content. Video continues to be a focus for Facebook. It's still the top performing content. It has higher reach and engagement than image link and text posts. Plus, Facebook specifically called out live video in its announcement about these news feed changes. So, they say, live video receive six times more interactions than regular video. And that's what they want. They want these conversations happening. So live video is good. Don't assume people are seeing your posts. A paid component is a necessity in 2018 when it comes to Facebook strategy. The good news is that Facebook has ad targeting that is robust, so you can make sure that your content can get in front of the right people at the right time. Your budget can go a long way without having to spend a lot of money. Another do for your brand, involve your brand in Facebook groups. Find relevant groups and topics that your brand can engage group members in, and be part of the conversation. Explore creating your own brand group for passionate brand fans, because when post Posting in a group, the members of that group receive a notification about new content. That means more group members see your content. One more thing you should do, and that is consider an influencer strategy for your brand. Because influencers have very active followers that engage with them. They can reach more fans. They can engage with users who trust them. And... They're often people pages versus brand pages, so they will be less affected by these newsfeed changes. Now, what about Messenger? Are changes coming to Facebook Messenger in 2018? To be blunt, the answer is yes feature changes, and different ways to interact with people. Some of the changes were outlined and trends were outlined by Messenger chief David Marcus in a post recently. Now, while there's fewer brands interacting with users on Messenger, the changes affect everyone, including brands. The app became too cluttered, and so Messenger is going to be simplified and streamlined this year, which is good news. Anytime it's easier to use and less confusing, that's good news. Now, much like Facebook, Messenger has a goal of meaningful interaction Messenger is about conversations, right? So in this case, it's through chat. Expect more meaningful interaction to happen through video and group video. On Messenger Again, Facebook is making it a point to promote video. Now, the head of Messenger, David Marcus, said, according to a Facebook study, 56% of people surveyed would rather message a business than call customer service. That's important. It's important for your brand to be interacting with people and be available to interact with people and customers through Messenger. Facebook really believes that this number is going to skyrocket in 2018, and they're putting further emphasis on brands interacting with customers. Another thing you can expect is Facebook to push mobile payments in 2018. That's a feature used in other parts of the world in other apps like WeChat and WhatsApp. Mobile payments are much bigger in other parts of the world than in the United States. It's only a matter of time. It's going to happen here. So Facebook is going to attempt to push mobile payments and make them mainstream in 2018. Also, don't forget the bottom line is always a part of Facebook's strategy. So Messenger ads will be more prevalent in 2018. When users are active on Messenger, they'll see ads. And Facebook will be pushing brands to use ads more often. So there's definitely some changes coming to Messenger in 2018. And we'll monitor those throughout the year. And you can find out more on future editions of the Britain Digital Update podcast. Let's switch gears to Amazon Go. Back in 2016, Amazon introduced its vision for the future of grocery and convenience stores. They called it Amazon Go, and it was a concept store that they built in Seattle that uses an app to gain entrance. You literally can't get in the store without having an app on your phone because then it tracks you throughout the store with hundreds, maybe thousands of cameras and it knows when you take an item off the shelf or you put it back and on your app it tracks the items that you're taking so that it can charge you as soon as you walk out the store. There's no cashier, there's no checkout, there's no checkout lines. Which is kind of ironic because the store opened in Seattle this past week and there were literally lines around the block because everybody wanted to see this cool new concept. So the store with no lines had lines around the block. Now they do have actual employees, even though they don't necessarily need as many, but they need people to help stock. They need employees to check ID if anybody wants to buy alcohol, but it is supposed to be a very tech-heavy, efficient store. Now, whether or not Amazon plans to expand this concept to other locations through the globe, that's really not known at this point. I'm sure that they have some plans. It's only been a few days. This store has been open, after all. One thing's for certain, though, Amazon isn't the only retailer bringing technology into the grocery and convenience store. Kroger recently expanded a test called Scan & Go. Kroger is another grocery chain that has tons of locations under a couple of different names, but uh, they expanded the Scan and Go test to 400 of their stores. This is a test that allows customers to scan groceries with an app as you're shopping. So you, you grab something off the shelf, you're gonna put it in your cart. Instead of scanning it at the checkout, you scan it as you put it in your cart. And then when you get to the self-checkout, all you have to do is pay. So the, the lines aren't long because all you're doing is paying. Now eventually, Just like Amazon Go, when you walk out of the store and you get charged, Kroger will do that with this program as well. They have to continue to work on the technology, and eventually they'll be able to have you skip the self-checkout line altogether, which sounds pretty awesome. Kroger also recently announced a test for digital shelves in 200 of their locations in 2018. It'll replace the edge of the shelf where the price tag is with a digital screen in that little section. So the price tags will display digitally, and even better, when the price changes, it'll update digitally. So you don't have an employee going and changing all the little price tags. You can just hit a button on the computer and it all updates in every store at the same time. That frees up employees from changing price tags to be able to assist customers so they have a better experience. Now the shelves will also be able to display um, coupons and nutritional information, and there's plans in the future for those digital screens on the shelf to communicate with your smartphone as you're walking past because you'll have an app and in that app, you'll have your shopping list. So when you come to an item that is on your shopping list, it'll literally highlight, like light up on the shelf In front of you to make finding your item quicker. Now, if you have dietary restrictions, like you have to be gluten-free or dairy-free, it'll alert you to an item that fits your dietary restriction or maybe violates it. So from a health perspective, it can be very helpful too. It's really fascinating. So there's a lot of digital changes coming to grocery and not just from Amazon. Let's talk net neutrality. Many Americans were pretty displeased when the uh, FCC announced that net neutrality was going away. The FCC didn't really seem to care. The Federal Communications Commission, they repealed the laws anyways. They, They deemed them as unnecessary regulation. Now, many of the internet users hear the words net neutrality. They don't necessarily understand what they mean. But Burger King this past week released a video trying to explain net neutrality in terms of whoppers. They made some customers wait for their signature Whopper only a couple minutes. And some customers had to wait like 20 minutes and they're like, wait a minute. So I have to pay more if I want faster service. And they try to explain fast and slow lanes just like net neutrality. It's about paying more or possibly charging more uh, to be able to have faster internet service or have your websites load faster or slower. Okay, so while federal regulations were repealed, some of the states have been considering their own laws. We can create laws too as a state, right? So they've been considering their own laws to offer internet customers the same protections that net neutrality did in Montana, just became the first state to actually do it. Beginning July 1st, any internet provider that has a Montana government contract will be forced to honor the principles of net neutrality for any customer in the state. Now, Engadget.com reports that the FCC crafted its repeal to specifically prevent states from doing this, from creating their own laws, but Montana believes it may have found a loophole, so other states are trying to watch and see what happens because they're considering doing the same thing. Again, we'll watch and see how this plays out. Apple making news again. They have access to a lot of information about you between your MacBooks and your iPhones. They've got a lot of shopping data, a lot of product preferences, and now they want even more. Now they want your health records. But wait a minute, that's private information. Well, Jeff Williams, Apple COO, said in a statement that by empowering customers to see their overall health, they hope that customers can better understand their own health and help them to lead healthier lives. Now, Apple's previously stated it wants to use its reach and its data capability to assist with healthcare, including monitoring heart rate, searching for irregular heart rates like on your Apple Watch, uh, monitoring glucose levels. And it recently confirmed a test is underway to work with healthcare networks that provide you access to your health records and provide them on your phone. So some of these health networks and hospitals, they have portals you can log into to get your health information. Well, these would connect the portals to to your iPhone, and you'd be able to access your health information right on your phone. Because sometimes it's a pain to get those health records, right? The Apple Health app will be able to share provider information and you'll be able to see things like clinical visits, immunizations, lab results, allergies, and more, all on your phone. The biggest obstacle, of course, is privacy. Like, what if somebody steals your phone? Well, according to Mashable.com, Apple says the information will be encrypted and protected with your personal passcode, and I'm sure you can use Face ID or Touch ID to protect that information. So they're going to make it as private as possible. Now, there's plenty of other fascinating news we don't really have time to uh, get into for this week's digital update podcast, but some of the things you can find also on the blog edition include the growth that Netflix had last quarter. It was bigger than ever. Instagram adding GIF stickers. Um, Vine 2.0 is coming. The details that we know right now. Plus WhatsApp, also owned by Facebook, they launched business profiles. So it could be another opportunity opportunity for your brand to get involved. All that and more online at britainmdg.com. You click on blog and again on the digital update section and you can see the latest edition of the Britain Digital Update. Now if you feel informed right now, you feel like this was loaded with value, we encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Just search for Britain Digital Update and hit the subscribe button. That's Britain, B-R-I-T-T-O-N Britain Digital Update and hit subscribe. And that is it for episode 2 of the Britain Digital Update Podcast. I'm Dave B. Good. Thanks for listening.